Okay, so I'd like to apologize in advance for this show. I would also like to apologize in advance for this show. Um, I'm dissociating. And Julia just woke up. Ooh, what is going on with these headphones? I love that I never try my headphones on before we actually turn on the microphone. Yeah, I... It's, mm. Honestly, it's part of my signature. Um, is my mic super... No, my mic's not super loud this week. No, your mic's fine. Okay, cool. That's what I like to hear. Um, yeah, so Caden's um, dissociating. Uh, it's real fun. Um, and Julia just woke up from a nap. Yeah, I, t- I uh, am sleepy still. Because I've just been having a weird day uh, in which I have slept too much and not enough simultaneously. So I was taking a nap on two chairs pushed together in the studio lobby instead of doing my work, which I should have been doing. Um, And I woke up about 10 seconds before Caden walked in the room and uh, my back hurts from doing that. So I've just made a lot of great choices. (laughs) All my friends seem to have something going badly in their lives today. It's just, we're really out here having a rough one. <laughs> we're, we're thriving. Um, I just need... I don't for... know if thriving is the correct word right now. <laughs> we're surviving. It's fine. Um, Still alive, not but sure barely if... breathing. <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> um, I don't know if anybody else needs a, a little bit of a pick-me-up, um, but Julia looked at me before we went on air, and she said... No! Um, <laughs> I had something that'll take your mind off of it. And I said, okay, what? And she says... I got a finger shoved up my butt last night. I did not use the word shoved. I had a finger in my butt last night. Something along those lines. You get it. It worked, though. You you you, you gave a giggle afterward. I thought you meant the finger in the butt worked, not like the story. About oh, uh, I mean, that part's unrelated. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, look at how cute my new... Uh, so, uh, oh, by the way, happy October. Happy October. It's spooky season. Look at how happy cute my new phone background is. Hey, I like that. It's cute. I found it's it on Facebook. Cute. It's a little like, it's like a, it's like a modern teen witch and she's like got purple braids and she got a, a purple backpack with mushrooms and it. it's just like a very nice like digital drawing and it's a uh, very, very pretty. Like it a lot. Uh, Hudson's on the floor as he usually is. So we got that going on. Um, I'm just exhausted. <laughs> I want to go home and take a nap, but I can't because I've already slept so much today. Honestly, I feel like I've been taking a nap. I'm just like, <sighs> I feel like life is spinning in a million different directions. And it's, did we introduce our show? Welcome to Dumb Bitch Hours. Oh, God. We really need We're to We're really out here. We, you know what? The rest of the show is canceled. Caden's activated blanket mode in the studio. It's cold, man. I got real cold all day. It is cold in here. I'm I wore a I'm wearing a tank top, but I'm wearing a sweatshirt over top of it. Uh because it's like actually like fall temperature ish now. It was freezing when I got up this morning. Um but yeah, anyway, uh thank you for tuning in to Dumb Bitch Hours. The show started four minutes ago and we forgot who we are. Because we're dumb bitches. Oh no, we didn't forget who we were. We just forgot to tell everybody who we are. Um Are you sure host... we didn't forget who we are? You know what we sh- um have you ever heard have you ever seen Calling in Drunk? No. So there's... Please hold. I'll show you the introduction. And I can't guarantee that this is going to be clean. Um, so, Connor, Evan, if you're listening, stop. <laughs> I don't think they are. So it's a show and there's two girls. Mm-hmm. And they did it ages ago. All right. And the way that they run this show is basically they record all eight episodes for a season in one day. Okay. And they get drunk 
the whole day. So the first episode is them fine, and the last episode is oh, them you've told me about this. Drunk. Yes. Well, they they start every episode in a different way, and it's really funny. That's us. Um, let's see. I don't want Matt Adams. I want Colleen drunk. I haven't seen that season. I've seen that one. Hold, please. Okay, I'm holding. Calling in drunk season one. Just hold, hold, hold on. Hmm. Very interesting. Is that even going through? Uh, it's not. Um, because I think the volume is turned down very low. There it is. Hmm. Do you want to step on my lines a little just more? Came out of my mouth. That's me. Hi. Which I'm... camera are you looking at? <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> Do it again. That was good. Oh. I'm a professional. Go. That's Hi. us. I'm okay. Sarah. I feel like I'm like forcing it. <laughs> and I'm <Blonde>. Lauren. <laughs> People wanted to hear stories about. Like that kind of stuff. Where they just like interview. That is literally our program. Honestly, if we had a video like that's, we should make a YouTube channel after this. After this, for when we like never see each other, <laughs> we'll do like a distance YouTube. We'll just like so it's screen, just like a we'll Skype just screen call. record our Skype calls of us getting progressively drunker as the day goes on. I wore spooky socks. Yeah, they have um, Snoopy and the Great Pumpkin on them. I've owned them for many I years, and my socks. my shirt says uh, "You had me a pumpkin spice," but it's a tank top. That I wear to the gym, so it's too cold to wear it right now. So I have a sweatshirt on over it. Proud. Yep. Uh, I was gonna. Is Black Squirrel Radio on iHeartRadio? Yes. Uh, yes. I know that our podcasts are, and like, as I recall, it might be. I don't. I don't know. D- I'm pretending I know what I'm doing. Take off your headphones. Is he snoring? Oh, baby boy. I hate him. He's asleep under my chair and he's oh, snoring. Meeting celebrities. And in my case, celesbians. I love yeah. that. This is really us. Awesome. We should just we should just Ha ha I need a ooh, Sir, can you pause lesicon. Should we do an episode where we just like watch a movie and talk about it the whole time? <laughs> we throw it up on the TV. Well, we have to, we'd have to put it on do. the laptop so they can hear it. Oh yeah, is that a copyright infringement though? One hundred percent. But like we play music. Yeah. So does it make it a copyright infringement if it's just the audio? Of the I think movie? if we like purchase the movie on iTunes, it's okay. What if I watch it on Netflix and I pay for a subscription? Uh, I don't know about that. I'm I'm tempted to say yes, but I don't know for sure. I hope the FCC comes for me. You know what? I don't also don't want to watch this commercial about a Whopper, so wear that. You don't want to talk about the Impossible Whopper? No. Also, my head is too... Something... Oh, my sunglasses are on. That's why. Mm. I couldn't So this is a lot I... of what today is. Yeah. It's just going to so be us speaking this. softly and slowly. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, I have... I have... Mm. JD's having a really bad day. Same JD. I feel bad for him. Gonna, gonna, the the mood of the night is help JD be less sad. But like, it ain't gonna work. So it's just gonna be me like holding JD's hand for a little while. So yeah, 
Life Michaela's car. Uh, Michaela's car is in the shop. Uh, My voice is really loud. I I don't think it is. It feels really loud. I think that might just be you. Your headphones are also turned up pretty high. Hold on. <laughs> you know what this sounds like? Jen, am I really loud? <laughs> Jen is also dying. Okay, wait. You say something. Um, Jen's dying. She has pneumonia. Jen's dying. She has pneumonia. Okay. I guess I'm kind of okay there. You're doing That's great. Um, you're doing great, sweetie. Yeah. You know what this sounds like, though? Hmm. It sounds like we're hungover. For the record, I'm not. I literally just came from work. Um, I'm just currently dealing with an old lady named Cheryl. Who? Um, Who's Cheryl? She owns the property that my family's running in Park City. And I texted her and said, Hi, my medical alert service dog will be joining us. If mm-hmm. you have any questions or concerns, I'm happy to address those for you. And she texted back, Do you have any written documentation from your healthcare provider that you need a service animal? And I haven't responded because, A, she can't ask for slash require that. And B, my parents want to pay the pet fee and or just give her the documentation. And I said, no. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? One of my friends has been listening to me bitch about Cheryl for like four days now. Yes, yeah, Cheryl sounds um terrible. And she just texts me and goes, Cheryl, that bitch. Yeah, you know what? Uh, this uh, Cheryl is not dumb bitch hour approved. No, she's just. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Wait. So is that because I don't really know anything about service mm-hmm. animals? Is that true that they're not allowed to like ask for t- for documentation? So that type of stuff? there are a couple of laws that protect service animals and service animal handlers. The first is ADA, um, which is the Americans with Disabilities Act, mm-hmm. and what that does is any public space. Um, that like you or I as the general public can go, a service animal has a right to be there. Um, Assuming that the animal's presence um, does not disrupt the location's ability to function. Okay. And and, uh, fulfill its true purpose. Um, The only time that you really see them being rightfully denied um, is like in an emergency room or like a, a sterile hospital floor or something yeah that that Um, makes sense he's snoring i hate him um the other set of laws national laws um is called the federal housing act um fha and uh what that says is basically that assistance animals which covers esas service dogs and service dogs in training um assistance animals um, have the right to live with um, their handlers mm-hmm. um, in any sort of housing. Um, so basically, FHA takes care of homeowners associations. It takes care of apartment complexes. Any breed restriction and/or pet fee that has been placed at an apartment complex is waived for service animals for anything labeled as an assistance animal. Um. <clears throat> How do I do that? My siblings are trying to... Sporty Spice. Blacksquirrelradio.com Black Squirrel, Black Squirrel Radio. Um, that's right. 
sorry, Grace, I'm like half paying attention to the world right now. Um, churches also have the right to deny um, because they're, I don't know, they're like sacred land or something. I don't know. Because they also don't <laughs> pay taxes and they control sacred our Sacred land is know. not the not where I, I thought know. you were going to go with that, but it does make sense. It's very funny. I, I don't know. Um, separation of church and state, I guess. But, yeah. Um, and then your FHA covers like your apartment complexes and, and any of that kind of stuff. Um, basically if, so like if I were to rent a house, so like if I was to rent one of the houses on fraternity row, mm-hmm. um, unless the owner of that house owns at least three other properties, I, he doesn't, he or she does not have to abide by FHA. Okay. But as long as the property manager, basically the person that you're leasing from, as long as the person you're leasing from has, um, owns and is renting out at least four properties, they have to abide by FHA. Okay. Um, the third act that you get into, or the third law that you get into, is the Air Carrier Access Act. Okay. So the ACAA, um, which is what gives you, like, what gives emotional support animals and service animals the right to ride in the, in the people part of the plane yeah. with their handlers. The people part of the plane. Um, I love that. That's where, that's getting to be a whole fun thing. Ah. In terms of breeds and and back and forth, um, a lot of the airlines want to classify psychiatric service dogs um, with emotional support animals, which is a very big difference um, that a lot of people don't see. Mm-hmm. An emotional support animal um, is basically just an animal that provides you sort of some sort of comfort. Um, yes, they exist a lot of times for for um, individuals with depression, anxiety, and and mood disorders, and all that kind of stuff, and that's great. Um, they do not have public access rights. Um, so they can't go, um, like into Walmart, they can't be in university buildings unless it's the residence hall and they've been cleared by SAS. Um, they can't go into Target. They can't go into Home Depot or, or Chipotle or any of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, therapy dogs is the third category that usually gets looped in. Um, and therapy dogs aren't trained to deal well back up. Let me go ESA and psychiatric first. Um, so ESAs are basically just comfort. That's it. Um, psychiatric service dogs are actually task trained to mitigate the symptoms of those disabilities. Um, is that what Hudson is? Hudson's psychiatric and medical alert. Speaking of, he's officially a medical alert dog. That was a migraine alert last week and the day after and the day after. Very proud of you, Hudson. So he's officially a medical alert dog. What a good boy. Um, so your ESA versus psychiatric is basically, it's basically training. Um, is mm-hmm. what it comes down to. So your ESAs don't have public access rights. They don't have public access training. They don't have extensive socialization. They literally are pets that can go into non-pet friendly housing because they are calming and, and comforting. Um, when you have a psychiatric service animal, they they can hit on a, a whole lot of stuff. Um, so you see a lot of psychiatric service animals, technically speaking, and I may get some backlash for this um, if anybody who even cares is listening. Um, but psychiatric, um, in my mind, psychiatric service dogs are literally anything that like a psychiatrist would deal with, sort of an idea. So your depression, your anxiety, your mood disorders, borderline uh, bipolar disorder, um, PTSD. I would even – I don't know enough about autism to say that it goes with that, but part of me – thinks that there's at least an argument okay to tie it in there um 
And so all of those different sorts of, of disabilities can be... Oh, good. Britt's here. Britt, would you consider an autism assistance dog, would that be able to fall under psychiatric service dogs? Just out of curiosity. I don't know. Don't I, have an input, I but I know Britt know knows more. I know about this, this service dog discourse. Yeah, so... Very you, interested. That's part of why I'm really glad that he picked up his migraine alert. Um, is because then I can tell people he's medical alert because every time that you say psychiatric, people are like, oh, well, it's just a glorified ESA. I'm like, well, yeah, he's a glorified ESA that pulls me out of dissociative episodes and, um, retrieves medication when I'm not getting out of bed so that I don't go into another depressive episode. We stand. Um, so there's a whole lot of stuff that, that, that basically separates the two between an ESA and a psychiatric service animal. Mm -hmm. Um. And so it's stuff, which is why we have, there's such a debate in the community over whether DPT, deep pressure therapy, mm-hmm. um, is considered a task or not. Because, like, if you have a pet dog that's your ESA, like, technically that dog can do DPT, but that doesn't give the dog public access rights. Right. Um, theoretically speaking. Um, Interesting. Britt says that, yes, the tasks are similar in dealing with psych variables and autism. Um, yeah, so I have at least two votes that say, three votes that say autism service dogs could fall under the over category of, or overarching category Did of Brit psychiatric. Brit text you, sorry, almost crashed. Yes. Brit. Brit, focus on the road. We geez. need to talk, listen, like, it's not that big a deal. We would rather have you alive than have our questions answered. Personally, that's what I would, uh, that's what I would think. So yeah, let me help you. Take a picture of my socks. <laughs> you gotta put them up higher. Hold on one second. I gotta. <laughs> we have never looked better. Uh... Do you want to get your? Yeah, knock it off, boy. Oh, and he was sleeping so nicely too. Kids be like that. I seem to be haunted by children recently i'm sorry what like i don't know i just like kids there's there's like more kids in my life than there normally are recently and the ideal amount of kids in my life uh is zero for uh just about all the time so i just i just want to know what's happening like a this little kid came into journeys and i tried to give him a sticker and a high five he did not want either of them but he did want our um our uh, tiny stuffed Peppa Pig, and then he cried in Me the journeys, too. and I was like, "I don't know how to deal with this." And like his dad was cool and everything, but I was like, "I just w- uh, help." <laughs> and it just. Brit says it's okay. Mm. Got my eyes on you. No dying. Oh, it's four twenty. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, we're really out of it today. We really are. Okay, so what was I saying? Oh, psychiatric service animal. So, like, Hudson's psychiatric tasks, um, he does what are referred to as takedowns. Um, so if I'm panicking and rocking, he'll actually put his paws up on my chest and get me into a position where I'm sitting down or laying down, and he can actually do that DPT. Um, Genius. He does, um, like, tactile stimulation. So when I am dissociating, he's we're currently working on revamping it a little bit. When I originally taught it, he was just supposed to jump up on me. And paw at me. Um, but we're switching it around so that he basically comes up and he starts, like, booping me with his nose. Um, 
and then paws at me, paws at my leg a little bit before he jumps up and gets in my face. And when he jumps up, he paws at my chest and he kisses my, hey, come here, hi, buddy, kisses my head. Um, he also does this thing, lap, um, which is a, a grounding thing, so it keeps so him where I am. Um, he does, so one of the things I do when I'm anxious um, is I either pick at my fingers or I bounce my leg a lot. You do um, bounce your leg. And his job is to either A, let me know that it's happening. Or B, stop it. Mm. Right, big man? Right, because um, I, was, I was bouncing my legs when I was dancing in here last week, and he was very concerned and kept trying to stop me. Oh, absolutely. Um, and one of the other things that he does, what else do you do, Hudson? He does medication retrieval. That's actually the whole reason that we got him to begin with, um, was because I wasn't getting out of bed to go pick up my meds. Mm. And by pick them up, I mean, like, get them from across the room. Yeah. And, like, getting my meds and getting water was just too much work. Um. And so and he retrieves my he tries to get them when you're um, standing around being fine. Yes, so he know. does it all the time. But he loves that command. Um, he loves that task. Look at his ears. So he's very good about that. Um, he picks stuff up sometimes when I, like, dissociate. Like, I get really stumbly mm. um, when I'm, like, trying. Like, if I drop something, my hands, like, don't work. Like, my hands feel very numb right now. Um, and so when I dissociate, hey, Hudson, can you settle, please? Can you settle? Good man. All the way. Good boy. All the way. He's a boy. He um, He's so good. So, like, when I dissociate, like, my extremities don't really work. I'm kind of just, like, out of it. Um, and everything is very slow, so I drop things. Um, and if I go to bend over, there's a very real chance that I will just completely roll. Um, Mood. And so he picks stuff up. He carries stuff. Um, he does crowd control. Um which is uh, kind of. You see, just morph into like a like a like a whole squad of bodyguards and just link elbows and they go. Oh. No, he uh, he just orbits around me, so he walks Aww. in a circle around me and basically creates like a, a barrier there. Um, he does what's called block and cover. Um, so block is when he stands. Hudson, settle. Come on, bud. Thank you. Um, when he stands in a stand, stay behind me. Um, cover is when he stands in a stand stay in front of me. Mm. And then he does what's called uh, watch my six. And I know so he one. sits between my legs backwards. What we're working on right now is turning that into an actual proximity alert. Um, where when somebody approaches, he lays down mm. so that I know, like, there's somebody behind me. Um, and he uh, he's also now a little bit more difficult to pet when he's laying down. Um, and those are just his psychiatric tasks, but like an ESA doesn't have that stuff. Right. It doesn't know that stuff. Like if you, I see a lot of people who hear like what he does and they're like, oh, I could benefit from that. I could benefit from that. And I'm like, that's great that you could benefit from that. But like, are you dying without it? Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily dying. Like that's but an extreme. Like, you know, is your, is your quality of life. Exactly. You know, un- unbearable without it. And it's something where I'm, I don't think that you necessarily need a diagnosis, um, but I think that it is something that warrants a conversation with, with a healthcare team um, and healthcare providers. I spoke briefly to my therapist about it, um, and she thought it was an absolutely phenomenal idea, and we went through with it. Yeah. Um, well, you also have, like, you know, experience, like, training service dogs and, you know, you're familiar Hudson, with the, the culture or whatever. 
Come. He's uh, going for a wander right now. Yes, he is. Can you see it? His mind is so powerful, except for when it isn't. Britt, I know you tuned in after the fact. Um, I am definitely dissociating, so we're thriving. Love this for us. I love it. This is like our ASMR. Hudson Rainer McClay. That's what uh, Amber said. Settle. Should we turn it down and just whisper? I don't. What? Doesn't Britt hate that? Yeah, Britt does hate ASMR. <laughs> Sorry, Britt. I'm done. Um, would you like to play a song, play an ad? We can regroup for a moment. I don't know if we're going to be any better. Well, I'm just saying it'll <laughs> give us a, back. you know. Britt says, I am proud. It was just a with, suggestion. Britt says, I am proud because with Hudson, you've gone to more classes, classes and have missed less work overall. Yeah. JD just texted me and said, did Virgo season even really end? No. No, it did not. It never did. I th- I mean, I think it did because like you can tell it's Libra season. Because this week was... Oh, it's definitely Libra season. Because, like, two weeks ago, I was doing amazing. I was flying high. And then this week, it's just been, like, so weird. I've had, like, no time. And now I'm very... And I've just been very tired this whole week. It's been a weird time. So, you know... Let me figure out what we're going to play. All right. Hey, um, Jared asked, what is dissociating? Would you like to explain it or no? Um, dissociating looks, to my knowledge, different for everybody. Um, but when it happens with me, it, um, I kind of just feel like my body's really far away. Um, everything gets really slow. Um, and I can't really, like, my body doesn't respond as quickly as I remember it responding. Um, or as quick as I think it should respond. The first time? Hudson Rainer. I remember when you, um, I remember when you first, like started experiencing this and you we you know you kind of figure out that this is what was happening to you uh Mm -hmm. you explained it to me like it felt like you were shouting orders at your body down a long hallway yep and uh he doesn't like to listen sometimes um that's when it's like all the way down a hallway um that's where it's what i refer to as my non-functional um that's where from the outside you can kind of see me just standing there i don't really respond to the world around me um I register everything just a little bit slower than usual. Um, basically, my brain just feels really, really slow. Um, I talk a lot slower. I don't really care about anything. Hudson, settle. Um, I get frustrated a lot more easily. Um, so when Hudson doesn't... F- Can you lay down? Seriously? Thank you. Um, so I get frustrated more easily, but I also like don't care. Um, so I'm just kind of like, whatever the whole time. Um, I feel really numb. Um, my body, it kind of feels like when you sit on your leg for too long, Mm. um, and then you stand up and it doesn't work right and you're really frustrated by it. Like, I kind of feel like a mild version of that where like Mm. when you're like after the pins and needles are gone, you're just like trying to get your body back to function. That's kind of what I feel like. You just like wiggle your toes a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um. So that's really fun. Like, I just feel like my body and my head feels so, so, so slow, which is really weird. Um, I think that I might have ADD or ADHD. I don't know. I'm going to get tested soon. I have to talk to my psychiatrist. Mm. Um, but I, it's literally the polar opposite. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just normal right now. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, hey, can we listen to 
because I've been listening to it a lot this week. I don't know why it's been like stuck in my head. Um, but uh, I don't even remember what the song is called because I'm a fake fan. It's a Gavin DeGraw song. Is it not over you? That's no, my favorite Gavin it's DeGraw a, song. It's a I don't want to be. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I've been enjoying that song a lot this week. I don't know what made it pop into my head, what happened, but uh, hey, buddy. We'll play this one too. Yeah, I like um, "Brother" by Gavin DeGraw too. We sang that when I was in uh, acapella, and it was really fun yeah, to sing. Yeah, with "Need to Breathe." Yeah, Let's you got see. such a big head, Hudson. Big chunk. All right, we'll play some Gavin DeGraw. Big chunk of head. We'll we have to back. play an ad too. Oh, okay, we'll start there. Which <laughs> ad do you want to play? Doesn't matter to me. Um, you have something in your eye, pal. There we go. Mm, look at how cute you are. What a handsome boy. I'm very handsome. Do you want me to pet your head too? Yes, please. Okay. Line up behind your son. <laughs> Which one is this one? We'll uh, yeah, sure. Oh, I need to redo that still. Oh, well. I'm okay. a clown. It's real clown in hours, but like sad clown in hours. All right, we're going to play some stuff. We're going to try and get it together real quick. <laughs> I'm warning you, it's not going to be a thing that It's probably not going to work. <laughs> Hey yo. I remembered um why that song stuck in my head. Why? It's because uh Michaela and I got into the masked singer recently. Like in what? this past week. The masked singer that show on uh, I think NBC. Hudson, come here. Okay. Yeah, so do you know what it is? Nope. Have you heard of it? Nope. Okay. It sounds stupid. And it is stupid, but it's great. Like I did not expect it to be as good as it is. Um so they basically get like I think out. What is wrong? We're having a problem-solving moment. Oh, he's being weirder <laughs> than I am, but maybe it's because I'm being weird. I think it's just because you're being weird. Probably. I think he's good, but I don't you know, know what time of the night it is. What time of the night is it? That's the next song. Because <laughs> it's the fourth one there too. Wow! I love that for us. I wonder how long it'll take for people to catch on. Not very long. Like, I'm sure the gen has already, like, figured it out. But I don't think my parents have yet. Well, I don't think... Uh, maybe. Yeah, but anyway, The Masked Singer. So it's a show where they get, like, 12 celebrities. Like, people who are already famous. And they all put them... They get, like, these big, like, mask outfits. So it's mm-hmm. like you can't see anything about the person. At most, you can see, like, their height and, like, kind of what their build is like. Um, okay. But you can't see their face, you can't see their skin color, nothing. And they have them uh, all, like, sing a song with the mask on. And so, like, and then when they talk, like, their voice is modulated. All you get to hear is their singing voice. And, and you have to try and guess who it is. You have to try and guess who it is. Um, but it's like, uh, so, like, the in-studio audience, like, votes on who, like, wins, like, the matchup for that week. Mm-hmm. And then the so... person who wins gets to keep their mask on and compete the next week. But the person who loses has to be unmasked. And um, T-Pain won last season because we watched all of season one in like three days. T-Pain won. So what is how long you can back up? So they have. How do you win the round? So you win the round. So you go and you like perform your song. And if the audience thinks that your performance was better, they like vote for you. 
Okay, so they all sing the same song. No, they sing different songs. They give, like, different performances. Okay. But they rank all of those different performances against each other. Yes. And whoever has the best one. Whoever the audience votes for gets to say and keep their mask on and remain anonymous for another week. Okay, so you don't even know who the ones on are. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, but T-Pain won last season, and I think it was him who sang- Do they um, sing their own songs? No. What? Michaela thinks, and I kind of agree with her, that if they, like, guess who you are, you should be immediately eliminated. Yeah, if, I like, agree. If, like, the panel of judges, because they all, like, give, like, guesses to who it is. Um, and it's, like, the panel is, it's a you stupid fuck. panel. It's a stupid panel. Panel of idiots. It's Robin Thicke. Which, by the way, that guy can suck it. That guy can suck it. It's Robin Thicke. Jenny McCarthy. Who the hell is that? Uh, she's married to uh, Mark Wahlberg, but she's also base. She's a former Playboy Bunny. She's an actress and some other stuff, but she's also basically the person who started the vaccine autism thing. She like popularized that bogus doctor's um, research. I don't remember all the exact details, but I read about it. Um, and then it's Ken Jong, and who's honestly the best judge on the panel. Hudson Seat. So that's how you know it's a bad panel. I'm going to take him out. Okay. I don't know what his problem is, but he's driving me insane. All right. I'll just, um, I'll be here. Should I, should I play another song while you're gone? Do you want to play the next one? Yeah, I'll play the next one. one. Yeah. Hmm. There it is, baby. All right. We're going to take a, we're going to take a bathroom break for Hudson and then we'll come back and I'll keep talking about the mass Singer because I wish it wasn't as good as it is because it's, it's so good. Turn what off? Oh, whoops. I just hit pause. Thought that was good. No, I didn't. I'm stupid. I mean, you know, it's, uh... The fuck did you even search? I wanted to play another song because that was a song that was another song that was in my head. Um, and, uh, I, I, you know, I don't have the answers. How, how did, how's HUD? How's HUD? Ah! Poop. I said the word poop. You did. You said that word. <laughs> I was sorry. I saw Brooke yesterday. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and she made a comment about how she's impressed that anybody that is not running a solo show can right. ever get through it without swearing. And I, I said, oh, no, we don't get through it without swearing. We just swear over each other with less sweary words. Yeah, if we, if we swear while someone else is talking, then it's fine because, you know, you can't hear that. Um... What was I talking about? Oh, I was talking about the mass Singer. Yes. Um, I guessed who who got revealed this week. So I am powerful. Who is it? So they they do like um they like introduce like, you know, like the the character. Um and the person who got kicked off was the panda. And she was so cute in her little panda costume. Did they tell you who the actual person was? Well, she got kicked off, so yes, they did. Like she got revealed. Right, who was it? It was Layla Ali. I don't know who that is. She's Muhammad Ali's daughter. Hudson, come. And she's like a undefeated like boxer as well. You're okay. Settle, settle. Uh, sorry, settle. I thought you were doing something. You weren't supposed to be. You're fine. Um. So are these like musical artists, or are they just random famous people? They're just fe- famous people. They don't have to be musicians. Okay. So like. Do they even have to have good voices? S- no. Like okay. they can all like sing a little bit, but uh, no, they're not. Okay. Um. Cool. So yeah, 
Um, but they like they do like a little like short like minute long video with like clues about who it is. Um, and her clue package was like had all this stuff about like fighting and matches, and then there was like a butterfly and a bee in it, and I was like, oh my god! I was like hitting the couch. I was like, who's that boxer? Who's that boxer? Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> she goes Muhammad Ali, and I said he has a daughter. And I thought I was like, I thought I was so smart. And I was like, there's no way that's her. Like, I don't, I don't even know her name. Like, and, and it was her. And so I am so powerful. You're ridiculous. I'm very proud of you. I am ridiculous. No, but so Michaela thinks that there should be another role that if the judges guess who you are, you should be um, eliminated. Because last season, um, Gladys Knight was the B and she came in third place. But they guessed her the first week because her voice is so recognizable. Yeah, if they can guess your voice, it it ruins the the mystery. Like we we've been knew it was Gladys, we knew it was Sis up there, and like she would she did a lovely job. It was very cool to see her performances, but like we we knew it was you, Sis. We knew. Yeah, but T Pain won last season as the monster, and no one guessed him the whole time, and he was so cute with his little monster. The monster costume was adorable. Hmm. So that's what I've been doing with my time. Just thinking about the mass Singer. Yeah. Also, I tweeted about how, because there's one of the characters on this season is the Black Widow, and Michaela and I both think it's Lizzo. Okay. And I tweeted about it, because I was like, that's definitely Lizzo, because like, you know, she's she's like a bigger bitch, like you can tell mm-hmm. from her costume. She's like a little bigger, she's pretty short, um, her voice sounds like Lizzo's, like it's definitely like a woman of color. Um. And in her clue package, she like mentioned she said um, like I'm gonna do good as hell or something like that. And Michaela and I were like, "That's Lizzo. It's gotta be. That's gotta be Lizzo." But so many people are like, "Oh yeah, it's Raven Simone." Like, no. And I'm like, number one, Raven Simone lost weight. She's not really like she she ain't a big bitch anymore. She's like thick at best, which is like fine. Happy for her. Go off. She still looks great. But like she doesn't look like that anymore. And yeah. like even you know even before she lost weight, she wasn't like that same body type that Lizzo is. Yeah. And people were like being mean to me on Twitter, <laughs> like not a lot, not a lot of people, but like one or two. And they were like, it's not Lizzo. Like you stupid. And I was like, it's a television show. Also, I just, it was a dumb tweet that I, are you guys okay? No, no, we're not. Yeah. Like, d- sis. speaking <laughs> of tweets and music, did you see that, which is so totally off topic. Did you see the thing from the James Corden show? No. So, I'm pretty sure it was the James Gordon show. So, they just had um, a... You're going to have to give me a second while I... Um, Ow. James Gordon. This is going to be, like, super off our normal thing. MJ Rodriguez and George Salazar. Okay. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, let me see if I can get his... George Seymour. I don't. <laughs> Just sit. <laughs> Just... Okay. I'm already sitting. Excuse me. So, the late late show mm-hmm. two nights ago um, put a gay Asian Latino actor and a trans Black Latina actress. Asian. <laughs> That was my only contribution. Go on. I don't know the song that they sang. It's called Suddenly Seymour. That's from Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, well, I don't know it. 
Okay, um, it's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. But the there was a whole talk about it because she MJ has a very different range than what you would typically expect. I've never heard the original or like any of the, the previous. It's, it's high, and so it's it's a very different range obviously and is this why michaela has been walking around her house singing suddenly seymour for two days probably oh this i don't know if this is gonna have i may be able to find the full we're playing it um it's not going on our youtube playlist so you better enjoy it while it's here yeah um but we're let's see yeah we're playing this and i want you to watch it i almost cried watching it last night okay i'm down because um, i like this song it was super super emotional um for me love trans excellence yes it was fantastic um i will tweet the link um to this video if anybody wants to see the full thing but for now we're gonna play this all right sorry james i really didn't want to listen to you anymore uh yeah that was so cute but i see what you mean yeah her range is like a lot lower normally when that as as i recall in like the original it's like very high it's just like suddenly seymour well let me see if i can pull up Thank you. I Thank you. That, that was a beautiful. I love that for me. Let's see if we can get. I'm just gonna excuse the noises that are about to happen. I'm just gonna. We're just we're just gonna talk over them for a little while. Just for comparison on the range. Yeah, this is this is from the movie. That's what my grandmother sounds like. I've never seen this actually. I've I've only heard like I'm stage versions. It, so we're done with that. Yeah, I've only seen stage versions where they don't really sing like that. Um, Honestly, I like the lower version better. No, it was nice. Sis did a great job. She got that. She got that good talent. I saw it. They performed it at um, I'm not sure why, but at Dayton Pride a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like. I think it was like the Dayton Playhouse. They might have been doing Little Shop of Horrors at the time or something like that. But they had like their like two people come on and perform Suddenly Seymour. And I was like, yeah, pretty, pretty good. Go off. So um, if you're just tuning in, it's the top of the hour. It's 5.02. Uh, we're having wow, a really we weird it, day. We made it through an hour. We made it through an hour. We're having a weird day. Um, I am very tired. Because I slept too much today and simultaneously not enough. Um, Caden's dissociating. Um, we love that. We do. We love that for her. Um, so yeah, we're just really. It's just. Uh, we're just having a weird day. We're having a chill day. I'm so glad that uh, for anyone listening that you've uh, stuck with us through uh, whatever this is. I don't think we're hitting number one this week. I don't think we're hitting number one this week either. And if we do, I'm going to be annoyed. Because we didn't even try this week. <laughs> yeah. No, last week, so if you guys have been keeping up, um, we were the second most listened to show uh, on the station two weeks ago with uh, 49 listeners. And then last week, we were the second most listened to show on the station with I don't know how many listeners because my email wasn't answered. But the number one show last week had 104. So, so I, you know... Honestly, we just really want to get number one at least one time this semester. Honestly, we're never going to let it go. We're not going to let it go. We better get listener's choice, too. 
I think that uh, we should. We I think that we're good for listener choice. Also, we've been in the top ten for all three weeks of programming. Yeah, we have. And um, we've been second place for two of those weeks. So we're setting ourselves up really good for like a a run for like uh for number one for the whole first semester wide, or you know at the very least like top five. Yeah, because the number one above us hasn't been the same yet. Yeah, we've been consistent in the top like six, I think. Well, let's see. We had. It's the only reason I read Evan's emails. Sorry, Evan. You know, you're supposed to read the top part as well. I skim it. All right. Does that count? Uh, counts for something. Okay, cool. So, yeah, the consp- the competitive spirit really jumped out. Because, like, last semester we were like, oh, we could make, like, top ten. Okay, but we so didn't the, really have a chance. The highlight reel beat us last week. They're, we a, they're a sports show, I think. I think they're the one that's on today. Baking News beat us the week before. Which is surprising because their show is on from, like, ten to midnight, I think. I... Yeah, probably something in there. Um. It should be in this. There right. it is. So both Baking News and the Highlight Reel were top two the first week. Mm-hmm. And then what number were we? We were 12. Oh, I thought we were like six. But so, the fact know, that the work. fact that we made a jump from twelve to two and knocked one of them out of the top two is still impressive. We're doing great. That's impressive. And everyone else has kind of been like shuffling around. Yeah. Um. So you know we're doing great, but we really would like to uh, make number one at least one week so that we can never shut up about it ever. Yes. That's really that. the dream. Um. That's what we're that's what we're banking on. We're banking on it. I would like to. Just like get that tattooed on my forehead, like most listen to show on BSR, and then like the date. We'll do like inner lip tattoos. Oh yeah, I want an inner lip tattoo so bad. Um, my friend Bridget has one that says "bitch bye," which I think is very funny. And like, I think I'm conflicted because I think inner lip tattoos are very funny. Like, no matter what they are, I think they're hilarious. Oh yeah. They're like, and it's not a, it's not a serious tattoo. Well, I have a friend who has Go Bills tattooed on the inside of her lip. Power moves. Um, but, uh, I'm conflicted because like, you know, sometimes they're hard to like make, it's hard to make them last long from what I understand because it's on the inside of your mouth where it's like wet all the time. Um, and like, do I want to spend money on that? Like I'll spend. on an inner lip tattoo? Yeah. I like, I'll spend money on like a joke tattoo, but like. It's on the inside of my mouth, and I just—I'm conflicted. I'm—I'm I'm definitely probably going to get one at one point in my life. I just don't know how soon that point is going to be, just because I think it'd be hilarious. Oh, speaking of sports, jackets are tonight, baby. Blue jacket season is back, gang. I don't, gang. I don't care about Columbus hockey. No one does. Sorry. I care about Columbus hockey. There's something else I was going to say, and then I got distracted. Um, Playing the Maple Leafs tonight at seven. No, what were you saying before Yeehaw. that? Before that. About inner lip tattoos? Oh, about joke tattoos. Yeah. So, fun story time. We were talking about these in Iceland. Oh, my tattoos are practically joke tattoos. It was Lindsay and Trey and I, and we were in some crepe shop. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lindsay's telling us about how this kid that she goes to school with has a planet with rings around it tattooed on his ass. Like, what part? Like, full cheek, or is it like a lower back, upper ass thing? 
No, I think it's like full, che- like not a big one, but I think but it's like, like but on like, his cheek. Like cheek, like cheek, cheek, cheek. Okay, go on. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> but I guess it's gotten around to almost the entire school that he's the kid that has a planet tattooed on his ass. But because it's a planet with... Do they call him um, like Uranus or something? No, well, they, because it's a planet with rings, they ask him if it's Saturn. Everybody yeah. asks him if he's Saturn. He goes, no, it's just a random planet. And then they're like, "All right, can we see it?" And he's like, "Yeah." So he's mooned half of uh, half of the University of Pittsburgh's campus because Powerful. people want to know what <laughs> want to see it. So we were talking about like what we would get if we got meaningless tattoos, specifically those on our asses. Is that a word I'm supposed to be saying? Ass. Oh yeah, no, I can say ass. Yeah, you're allowed to say ass. <laughs> Listen, I didn't check on that one. Um. So we were talking about it, and Trey wants to do like. R2-D2 or like Spongebob or some stupid shit stuff. Um, And there's... um, Have you ever heard of... I made this joke and I almost died making this joke to Britt and Alicia a month and a half ago, a month ago. Mm. Um, Have you ever heard of um, Neil Hilborn? No. Uh, Spoken word poet? I've heard the name. Okay, I want to play you this poem because I absolutely love... He does this poem called The Future. He's a spoken word poet. Um, that phrase always confused me, spoken word poet. Like as a po- like most poems you read out loud. Yeah, but some are like meant to be read on paper. Like spoken word poems are meant to be read. Uh, like actu- like read as opposed and perform- to like... Like performed. Okay. So you'll see what I mean when I play this. As you can see, I know a lot about poetry i'm very involved in the poetic community or whatever um i love listening to him do this it kills me it's absolutely phenomenal he's hilarious and there's a point in here that i made a joke about that i will explain when we come back we're just watching a lot of things today we really are the worst thing about being naked and then being hit by a car is that road rash is a problem for skin. Why was I naked in the middle of the road at noon? I'm glad you asked, imaginary other half of this conversation. I have no idea. Some characteristics of bipolar disorder include dissociation, hallucinations, and fugue states, so sometimes I wake up in places I didn't go to sleep. So, there I am, nude, Splayed out on a car like a slutty chicken, screaming about the government conspiracy to take away my feet. Not my real feet, just my brain feet. I'm about six inches away from the concrete when I realize, in slow motion, like the exact opposite of a rhinoceros attack, this was not how I imagined my life would turn out. When I was little, I broke both my ankles jumping off a roof because I was sure a cape would enable me to fly. My parents attributed this to my strong imagination. Last year, my therapist called it a delusion. I failed to see the difference. Also, I really can fly and see the future and make stupid people leave coffee shops with my mind. 43% of the time. Sometimes I see people as colors. This guy right here is purple, which means he just got a promotion. Or a blowjob. A blow motion, if you will. The point is, the point is, here's a list of things that my brain has told me to do. Join a cult, start a cult, become a cabinet maker, kill myself. So, in essence, become a cabinet maker. Break into and then paint other people's houses. Have sex with literally everyone who reminds me of my mother. Fight people who are much fightier than me. Like the cops. So, in essence, kill myself. I think a lot about killing myself. 
Not like a point on a map, but rather like a glowing exit sign to show that's never been quite bad enough to make me want to leave. See, when I'm up, I don't kill myself because, holy shit, there is so much left to do. And when I'm down, I don't kill myself because then the sadness would be over. And the sadness is my old paint under the new. The sadness is the house fire or the broken shoulder. I'd still be me without it, but I'd be so boring. They keep telling me that seeing things that aren't technically there is called disturbed cognitive functioning. I call it having a superpower. Once, I pulled over on the 110 freeway and jumped out of my old Jeep because I saw it burst into flames 20 seconds before it actually burst into flames. I knew my girlfriend and I would be together because she turned bright pink the first time she saw me. I know tomorrow is going to come because I've seen it. Sunrise is going to come. All you have to do is wake up. The future has been at war, but it's coming home so soon. The future looks like a child in a cape. The future is the map and the treasure. The future looks just like gravity. Everyone is slowly drifting toward everyone else. We are all going to be part of each other one day. The future is a blue sky and a full tank of gas. I saw the future. I did. And in it, I was alive. So that's one of my favorite poems. That's a good poem. I love it. I enjoyed that. Um, There's a lot of lines from it that I, like... I don't know, that sort of stick with me. But in terms of the pointless tattoos, we were having this conversation about, Britain Alicia and I were having this conversation about tattoos, and I made a joke, not even a joke necessarily, but like um, mentioned that um, I would love, like just as like little things that remind us of like quotes, and I was like, I should get a glowing exit sign. Like oh. I think about killing myself a lot, not like a... Uh, point out a map but more like a glowing exit sign at a show that's never been quite bad enough to make me want to leave yeah and then we brought in the stupid tattoo idea from iceland (laughs) okay and started thinking about placement for the glowing exit sign tattoo you want to put it on your ass (laughs) a tramp stamp that's a glowing exit sign but not like not tramp stamp area this isn't like lower back we're talking about we're talking like cheek Okay. And if it's one of the ones that has the arrow, the arrow is coming out. All right. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's the uh that was the conversation that we had there. I thought I was very funny, but also I probably will actually get a glowing exit sign somewhere. That's nice. Do it. I have a lot of tattoos. Mom, are you listening? I'm going to wait and see if she texts me back. If she is not listening, we're going to talk about tattoos. Okay. How, what was that guy's name? On. Neil Hilborn. N-E-I-L-H-I-L-B-O-R-N. Got it. My sister asked. We're watching a lot of things today. Yeah, I'm going to so, tweet that. To people thing. who are our consistent listeners. Um, So we, sorry for today's content. So sorry for today's content, number one. Number two, would you guys tune into a show where we just watched a movie and like commented on it? We could watch like a bad movie so that there'd, there'd be like talking content. And if if so, what what movie would you like us to watch? I just can we put a poll up? We can put a poll up. Mm, what am I looking for? Um, but yeah, I just you know not I'm sure. I'm sending you this link so you can tweet it. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, I have a I have a message from Gaiden on Twitter. 
You leave me be. <laughs> High school. College isn't... <laughs> College. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna Never let, let you down. down. I just... So we have, some, so we have some suggestions coming in. Uh, Jen said watch uh, Rodeo and Juliet. I don't know if she means Romeo or if Rodeo and Juliet is an actual... I would do this. Thank you so much for your time. Jen, is there an actual video or an actual movie called Rodeo and Juliet, or is it this a typo? Because I'm curious to know what Rodeo and Juliet is. Uh, Amber suggested that we watch Pacific Rim. Brit said fuck. Brit says yes. <laughs> Brit, isn't nope, there's isn't a movie the called room, Rodeo and Juliet? Apparently, isn't on the Netflix. room like rated R? Lyndon Lyndon said yes. He would listen if we watched a bad movie. Um, and he said that it's got to be something like Paul Blart Mall Cop. I hate Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's the best part, though, is that I it's an awful movie. movie. Well, please, God, tell me that you've seen the sign where someone put up, like, Trump's rating and then put Paul Blart Mall Cop's Rotten Tomatoes rating right underneath, and <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop was a percentage higher than Trump. I like the, uh, I like that it's, it's an old vine. Where someone is playing the background music to um, Pompeii by Bastille, and they're panning around their room with like different um, Paul Blart Mall Cop paraphernalia around, and they're going Paul Paul Blart Mall Cop Paul Paul Blart Mall Cop. Have you ever seen that vine? No. Oh, it's a dumb vine. <laughs> it's good though. Do like it. Um, what was I doing? Hmm. I don't know, but I have two people telling me to watch the room. I've never seen the room. Neither have I, but it's rated R. It's um, I know what it is. It's like the worst movie ever made. And there the was that ever there was that movie that came out like last year about the making of the room, and the, about how it's like the worst movie ever. And it was called like The Disaster Artist, I think. And I think it starred um James Franco. Let's see. And apparently, it did like very well. I don't even know what it's about. I think that. I've never seen The Room again, but I know a lot about it because people like it because it's terrible. Um, But it, I think that like halfway through the movie, like the whole crew quit or something like that. Me Are you too. reading about it right now? Yeah. What does it say? The Room may not actually be the worst movie ever made, but it almost certainly holds the distinction for weirdest film trajectory. Please hold. All right. This is from December 19th, 2017. Okay. That's right. The Room is finally about to open. Nope. Nearly 15 years from premiere to national release. That's right. The Room is finally about to open for one day only in 600 theaters nationwide. January 10th showing is the latest ironic twist in the journey of a cult film like no other and the culmination of its creator's long quest for fame and Hollywood's respect. For more than five years during the mid-2000s, an incongruous... That doesn't sound right anyways. Billboard loomed over Highland Ave in in West Hollywood. It was a mostly black and white movie ad and it only prominent features with the name of its subject, a website, and a phone number to RSVP for a showing at one of the film's only two release locations. Most striking of all was the billboard's sole photo, a mugshot-like headshot of a man with a morose scowl. My, my dad texted and he said, it's not The Room, it's Room. And no, it's not, because Room is a good movie that's starring Brie Larson. Where she's, like, kidnapped. Room is a good movie. The Room is a bad one. I love the concept of cult movies. 
It's very entertaining to me. Hmm. I wish I understood. But, like, also I like Rocky Horror, so we'll see. You know, they both suggested The Room. The Room. Yeah, because Room is the one that was just released where she and her child are, like, locked in a room forever yeah, or something. Yeah, like they're in, like, a, a one-room one shed. Yeah, yeah, Room is a good movie. I need to see that. I would recommend it. It's uh, it's pretty good. Is it on Netflix or Hulu or anything? I believe it's on Netflix, yeah. Because I'm really numb tonight and I need something that just like... Uh, I, I, It's not like a... It's it's not like a blackout movie. It's not like like you gotta like. There are like distressing themes. Yeah. So, if you're like trying to like, be numb and in a blanket, I would not recommend watching Room. Um, I would recommend something else. But. Okay. My dad said the worst movie of all time is quote Attack of the Killer Tomatoes unquote. I don't even want to know what that is. It sounds like it sounds like an R-rated VeggieTales. Completely off topic. I just got pictures of Horton in his new home. Aww. How's Horton doing? I guess he gets along very well with their service dog. Nice. He not a service dog anymore? Um, no. He had uh, elbow dysplasia. So he had to be operated on. I don't know what that is. It's oh, like wait. A, I do yeah, know what that is. A, yeah. Some sort of elbow ligament issue thing. I don't yes. know. But because he had to be operated on, and we've had a couple other where we've operated and tried to operate. We're not watching teeth, Brittany. <laughs> absolutely um, not. Absolutely not. Um, there was, I really hope, well, your father's in. I don't think either of my parents are listening to you. There was definitely a conversation I had with one of my friends one time, or one of my groups of friends one time, about oral. And someone was like, never, like, won't ever do that. And I was like, why do you think them. it's going to, like, bite you or something? And then I definitely oh, followed it up the with the picture. Teeth. And then I followed it up with the picture from that movie. Why would you do that? Because I'm the worst. Yeah, you are. Um, where was I? Oh, so he had elbow dysplasia. And the last, like, five dogs that they've operated on and put back into the program have flunked out because their elbows never healed enough. So they just oh. flunked him. Um, and so he's what's referred to as a canine companion. So he basically went to a house because he had the behavior. Mm-hmm. Um to be a service dog he went to a home that has a service dog because they're not worried about him compromising the dog's behavior nice good for them so good for horton oh i remember how cute and little he was and he hated stairs hudson is sleeping on the floor again he's a very good boy he's flopped um (sighs) Oh my god, someone suggested Twilight. Okay. Listen. Okay, so our suggestions right now are The Room. Twilight is bad, but I like it. Twilight. I would watch Twilight, honestly. I would, honestly, I would watch Twilight on air. Yeah, I would too, because it's a movie... I would just because it would be awful. It's not a good movie, um, but it does feature the height of cinema with, with the baseball scene. Um, True, and it's like objectively a bad movie, but I like it, so I think that we could have you know some what, fun with you that. You know what we should watch? Hmm. Sharknado. I've never seen Sharknado. It's really bad. I would hope it's so. Really bad. I would hope that it is. There's like no. Sharknado. There's Didn't they come no out with like several line. more. Oh yeah, there's no plot line. It's literally just really bad graphics of sharks coming out of like, basically, if you imagine a tsunami in a circle, <laughs> <laughs> like take a, take a tsunami. <laughs> And wrap it around itself and then put it vertical. 
and and then use and then use really bad graphics to shoot sharks out of it. That's it. That's the whole thing. (laughs) This is the whole movie with no plot line whatsoever. Oh, that's amazing. Can I tell you what I saw earlier today? Oh God, let's hear it. I saw it was just like some Facebook video. Um, but it was uh have you ever seen a bubble ring? You know what those are? No. So it's like a I don't know, I don't remember how they're created, but it's like a ring, um, of air. And it's like a bubble underwater, but it like sinks. And it's like basically uh, like a circle of like rapidly spinning air. And this jellyfish floated into it and like spun around. It was like, it looked like in old cartoons when a character would get clotheslined and they would spin around. <laughs> that's ex- that's what it looked like. It was so funny. And I was like, oh God, that poor jellyfish. Well, there was one that stuck. I saw. There was so Twitter now. There's a video of a girl doing. Now that you said like people getting clotheslined, so imagine you know the when you go to the like a playground, they've got like the bar. <gasps> I know there's like the three about. bars vertically, yeah. and one of them's lower, and one of them's higher, and it's just, like the pull up bar weird things. Yeah. Well, she's straddling it, yeah, I know <laughs> and it's between her legs, and she just spins and spins and spins and spins. Well, someone quoted it and goes, "Rotisserie chickens be like." <laughs> I saw that one. It was it wasn't as good, it wasn't as good of a caption, but I saw it with um with a uh, uh my clothes in the washer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. I used to do that all the time though. Like I was that girl on the playground just being like I can do this. You know, I would be the kid that around. would f- I would lose my balance halfway through and just like fly off and just flop on the floor. I would love to go to a playground. Honestly, same. I used to be really good at monkey bars. I was a monkey bar kid. My sister fell off the monkey bars and broke her arm. I did too. And the babysitter, well, apparently the babysitter was pushing me in a swing when it happened. So it was somehow my fault. It was your fault. (laughs) Clearly. It was the same time she and my cousin broke their arms at the same time. Clearly was your fault. Because my cousin, um, uh, excuse me. Beautiful. Truly. It's, I'm just so attractive. You are. Um, my cousin was standing on a swivel chair trying to get a balloon from above the desk and fell and broke his arm. Mm. Yeah, I broke my arm in like the lamest way. I fell off the monkey bars and like flopped on top of my arm. And I was like, ow! You know, and I like, cried a lot. And my mom was like, I think you're fine. You know, we'll just like wrap it up in like a, you know, ace bandage or whatever for a while and like see how you do. And the very next day I was at school and I was running in like PE and I tripped and I fell on top of the same arm in the same way and like threw my whole body weight on it and I I cried a lot more and and my teacher was like yeah that's broken kid (laughs) (laughs) I uh... and my mom I know that she like still hasn't forgiven herself for this I was pretty young uh I was like probably like six and like cell Mm -hmm. phones were a thing but they weren't really popular super popular yet um so my mom didn't have one uh and she was like out running errands and so I had to like hang out at school with a broken arm for several hours before she could come pick me up. <laughs> and my my teacher had to like open my applesauce at lunch for me because I couldn't do it one handed. Come here, bud. Come here. It's okay. You can come participate. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Hudson. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Yeah, my dad sucks. I'm going to task for you instead. Okay. Thank you for tasking. I don't really need anything, though. When I was in eighth grade, I broke my hand. Um... Thank because you for the kiss. Oh, I nice. over-rotated doing a backflip uh, on my trampoline. Very nice. And I smacked my hand on Hudson. What are you doing? Go lay down. 
smacked my hand on one of the poles and uh, fractured the metacarpal. Um, and then I, because my parents weren't home when I was on the trampoline, and that was that age where, like, we weren't allowed to be on the trampoline unless my parents were home. Oh, no. And so I walked into the house and basically told my mother when she came home that I uh, ran into, well, technically, when I got home, I ran into the door because I, like, thought that I had opened it and I hadn't. And so, like, I hyperextended that finger and then I went out and broke it in the back, but I just pretended that I broke it from running into the door. I uh, broke one of my toes. Um broke one of my toes when i don't know i was probably like 10 9 or 10 and i was running down the hallway in socks and i slid and couldn't stop and i like jammed my second toe like into the wall and it hurt a lot and i was like crying and i was like dad what do i do and my dad goes it's nothing you can do for a broken toe stupid you just gotta wrap it up and like hope that you're fine (laughs) hudson is so cute he's a good boy He's like a person. Person hug. Say hi, Aunt Britt. Thank you for the snuffles. That was very cute. Okay, bye, Aunt Britt. Oh. <laughs> um, Britt says... slams his throat into my knee. Britt says, I broke both elbows mountain biking, piping wheels to impress a boy, and that's when I started going for girls, because in that moment, I knew it. Boys, boys ain't worth it. Very nice. Ice? Who? Ice what? Ice. Oh, gotcha. Ah. Ice. Ice can choke. Hudson Rainer. I never want to break... Ew. Disgusting. I never want to break an elbow. It sounds like the worst thing to break. Oh my god, no it's not. What's the bone that's like up here? Oh, this is your... This isn't your femur, is it? That is your femur. Is it your femur? I know that that's actually the worst thing I had a friend who broke her femur and ended up... I think she may have broke, like, her femur and her knee or something, mm-hmm. like, because she was the smallest person in, like, this whole friend group that she was in. And they were on the trampoline, and they double-bounced her, and her leg just, like, shattered. She oh. was in a full, like, her leg was, like, straight for months. Oh, that sucks. Like, she was in a wheelchair because she, yeah. that's it. That was it. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, mm. Oof. Yeah. That sounds Austin. terrible. What you doing? He said just smelling your keys. Mm. I was going to talk about something else. Mm. You want to talk about that stuff from... Okay, so, heads up. If anybody is uh, triggered, offended... Um, this is a content is warning. Hurt. Yeah, this is a content warning right now. Um, there was a... This is There's, a content warning for, like, uh, men being creepy, um, you know, like, assault. sexual assault. Yeah. So, heads up on that. Um, just, do you want to tweet a warning, too, in case anyone wants to tune in? Yeah. Um, so, if you're not, I don't want to say if you're not a fan, because no one should really be a fan, but, like, if but that like, you know, if, if that bothers you or evokes... If that's triggering to you in any way, you know, Mental like, or emotional tune, trauma. Tune back in in about ten minutes. Um... Because we're, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that's happened on campus this week. Um, so, if that's something that that bothers you or that you don't think you can listen to, just as a heads up, that's coming. Um, so, a couple weeks now, there's been this guy who just shows up in a Speedo. Um, do you know any more about that? Because all I have is, like, from the articles of him showing up in a Speedo and people's front porches. Yeah, so... 
basically, uh, well, there's been there's been a, a bunch of stuff. So, like, starting at the beginning, at least from what I understand to be at the beginning, um, there uh, has been, like, some dude uh, kind of, like, prowling around Fraternity Circle. And for those of you that don't know, that is where all the sorority houses, except for two, are. So there are um Who's five. not there? Uh, AZD isn't there. Where Kyo are they? isn't there. AZD is on Lincoln. Oh, and I know where Kayo is. And Kayo's on Summit. Um, but yeah, so uh, Alpha Phi, Delta Gamma, Delta Zeta, Phi Mu, and Tri Sigma are all on Fraternity Circle. Um, so there's been some guy like prowling around Fraternity Circle. Um, you know, just being creepy. Um, and all the sorority women knew about it and there had been like police called, um, and the police were basically like, you know, there's nothing that we can do. Like, there's not really anything that we can't prove that this, aside from like being creepy and you guys not recognizing them, we can't prove that this guy's doing anything wrong. Um, cause you know, he's not like, so at this point he hadn't like come up to anyone's houses that I know of. Um, he was just wandering around. He was just wandering around, like, around generally being circle. weird. Yeah. Um, and then I can see if I can find the date. Because um, there was a point where he started, first I know that he was walking, like, up to yeah, so basically houses and stuff, like, up to their front doors. Yeah. All right. So, found it. Um, let me see if I can find the date. For, all right, I don't have a date for the first one, but it was sometime last week. Um, some guy wearing a red speedo and is nothing this, else. Is this the same guy? So far, it appears to be the same guy. Okay. Um, last week, sometime was uh, he kind of w- came up to the front porch of the Alpha Phi house. Um, and Alpha Phi has security cameras, so they caught him on video. But he was like, he has headphones in, and he has his phone in front of his face. It looks like he's on FaceTime with somebody. Like, he appears to be, like, talking. So he, it looks like he's on FaceTime with somebody or, um, you know, like, filming his, himself or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had things written on him, like things like laugh at me. Um, th- you know, and to me, you know, and, you know, not to, like, read into it. Except that I am going to read into it. It feels like a like a humiliation kink type thing. Yeah. So yeah. Which is still sexual harassment. Oh yeah, absolutely it is. Um so and he um showed up uh I somewhere in the middle like the middle of the night, like you know, like two, three AM. Um and then last night uh he did it again. Except at a Delta Gamma's house, um, same. Dad, it, Dad wants to know if a blue speedo would be okay. It would not. It would be just as unacceptable. Just Charlie. as unacceptable. Um, so yeah, and uh, basically, the police like, I don't know. When you look at like the quotes from the police, it appear it like, it just. It just seems like they aren't trying that hard. Like, can't police, can't state police. Well, there was an article I saw today where they just, like, brushed off the whole thing. And I was like, that's yeah. great and all that, like, you don't think he's going to do anything. But also, like, how many women live in those houses? So, so many. many. 
Like, I mean, each of those houses has at least a dozen and a half women living in it. It dep- Like, most of them have more. I mean, if you have, even just saying, if you have a dozen, and we know they all have more than that, what, yeah. there's five of them up there? Yeah. That's... You have at least 60 women up there that are being sexually harassed on a regular basis, and we have a clear shot of his face. It's not a clear shot of his face, because he has his phone in front of it. No, the there was footage. one point, there's a picture somewhere that he, that is a clear shot of his face. Oh, I didn't see that. But, yeah, so, that's really sick. Um, also, like... And people, you know, were saying, like, my own dad thought this. And, you know, like, for someone who's, like, older, I guess it makes a little bit more sense. Um, they were like, you know, like, it's probably just, uh, it's probably just, like, some fraternity prank or some fraternity, like, hazing or something like that. Um, which I think, like, in a different generation, a different time, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that could have been, uh, that could have been it. But, uh. Hayden's watching the video right now. Um, but from, you know, what I've seen of fraternity men, especially on Kent State's campus, I used to be in Greek life. You know, I know a lot of fraternity men pretty well. Um, you know, most of them are really good friends with sorority women. And, you know, none of the chapters that I've ever interacted with, or even ones that I haven't, would ever, you know, think of doing this as a hazing ritual. Um, so what most people in Greek life think is that it's someone outside that's, that's not a member of the Greek system. Um, and, uh, when all this stuff first started happening, basically the fraternity men are, are the ones who stepped up when the police wouldn't, who were like, who are like, uh, you know, if you guys like need walk to your cars, if you want walked out of your chapter meetings, if you want, you know, walked out of Panhellenic meetings, if you need rides home, like, we we don't want anything to happen to you guys, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so basically, Caden's watching the video right now. Uh, what this guy is doing is just like walking up to houses with his phone. Um, and he he doesn't really do anything. He just like walks up, like kind of like wanders around. He like looks in some of the windows. Um, but like. And then just walks Which away. Definitely, I mean, they have more than enough to charge him on at least a couple of things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they won't. So, yeah, that's going on. And then, and then, earlier this week, on, I think, Monday. This is the assault. Was, so if there was assault another does something, so if assault bothers you, tune out for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was another incident. And it's... They caught the guy that did this. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we all got, like, a a notification. We all got an email. Uh, also, shout out to Kent State. Got this email uh, warning people about this um, three hours, almost, after the incident happened. So that was sick. The other thing that kind of ticked me off, and maybe this is me being sensitive, but, like, there wasn't even, like, a warning of, like, hey, by the way, someone got assaulted. It was literally, like, at 10 a.m. this morning, this exact... In- and, like, yeah, I can, I can, read, the, I can read the email. I can read the email. Just so, you know, there's a warning. This is a, not a graphic description of assault, but it is a description of assault. It's more in-depth than it needed to be for the introduction of the email. Yeah. Um. So, it just says, safety notification for campus. We get those pretty often. Or not pretty often, but, you know, it's usually, often like, enough. often enough. And it's usually, like, hey, you know, like, the fire alarm went off in this building. Uh, you know, you know, there's a car broken down here. You know, maybe, like, avoid that area. 
So people are pretty used to getting these. And it says, uh, at approximately 10 a.m. on October 1st, 2019, a female student was walking on the west side of the fitness track near DeWeese Health Center. A white male about six feet tall with dark, shorter hair and facial scruff. Oh, that is a picture of his face. Approached the female and pulled her lower garments down. The female fell during the encounter, suffering minor scrapes and abrasions. The male is further described as wearing a grayish colored sweatshirt with dark hood, dark shorts, and dark tennis shoes. The male ran in the direction of Loop Road and East Summit Street. And basically, they were like, if you have any information about this, contact University Police. So, like, I just am... I mean, that was especially disturbing to me because it was, like, the middle of the day. It was literally, like, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Like, what the heck? 10 a.m. And the place that they're describing, if you're not a Kent State student or you're not familiar with it, is just... It's it's like a running track. Um, And there's... It's, it's literally it's, like it's broad it's, daylight. There's like field in either direction. It's by the health center. Yeah, um, like it's not. You know, and there's people that walk by it and walk around it all the time. It's a like a it's an active you know area. So if you just, came back after the trigger warning, it's still going. So tune out again for five minutes. I don't know. Well, I'll update y'all again in five minutes. Um. But yeah, um, it was just. Especially disturbing. And they caught the guy that did it. Um, and uh, so, you know, he's a scumbag and I hope that he rots under the prison. But, yeah, it's just like... And I think that even if they aren't related, I feel like because all this has been going on, I feel like he might have been emboldened by yeah. the sorority harasser. Well, plus you've got you that know, whole red they, hoodie human trafficking thing that was going on. Yeah, there's been like lots of reports of like human trafficking. I read There's um, always human trafficking reports at Kent. What the actual hell? I don't know. I mean, it's like I honestly I think it's just cuz it's a college town. But Yeah, but like it's horrific. Does it happen on other campuses like this? Probably not. I don't know. It's because Bev's gone. Just saying. This didn't happen when Bev was here. <laughs> Did right. you see that tweet? Yeah. Yeah. Should we play some music? Yeah. Well, I wanted to tell oh, people God. about uh, this other thing. I read on Twitter that uh, some some girl, I don't remember what her Twitter was, um, but she, uh, she, I don't remember where she lived either, but she lives in an apartment around Kent and she uh, basically like walked up to her apartment after work by herself, not even super late, like eight or, eight or nine o'clock probably. Um as I recall from the tweet, could be wrong. But she came up to her apartment and about five minutes later, she heard like knocking at her door. Her She didn't know who it was. None of her, like all her roommates were home. No one had invited anyone over. So they didn't open the door. Um, and it was some guy standing outside, just like continually knocking on their door. Um, like she had, he had barely clearly seen a girl go into that apartment. Um, and so they called the police and, uh, like, the the guy left after mm-hmm. a couple minutes. But when the police arrived, they were like, you know, there's... Apparently, it was handled very, uh, very flag- flagrantly, if you will. Again? Um. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, horrific. So, we did want to, um, provide some resources. Yes. So... Uh, one thing that Kent State does do um, is they provide an escort service, uh, which is uh, very nice. So um, I believe they run it from 
it's not done by Kent State Police. It's done by the security office. Um, but I believe that if you call the Kent State Police or the Kent Police non-emergency line, they will provide the service for you as well. Um, yep. But, uh, you know, it's from 8 a.m. to, I think, 4 a.m. Um, if you're walking yeah. alone at night. Um, or if, you know, if you just want someone to walk with you to a place, um, you can call. Someone will answer. And uh, they can uh, they'll walk you to where you need to go. They'll make sure that you get there safe. Um which is nice, and I would encourage everyone to use that, um, you know, especially because, uh, you know, wild stuff going on. <laughs> and traveling packs. Yeah, traveling um, packs. Mean, Don't go really, anywhere alone because this girl, this happened to her at 10 a.m. It really should not be. And it's on, very sad that we have to say exactly. that. But And for anybody who thinks of doing something like this, I just have one word for you. Die. Don't. <laughs> Two different kinds of people. Don't. <laughs> Honestly, like, the fact that we have to say this, and I just, I can't believe people sometimes. Yeah. Pots so it's com. just very depressing. Um, You know, travel with a friend. Uh, You know, stay safe. Uh, You know, learn how to defend yourself at least yeah. a little bit. So, yeah. Um. This uh, marks the end of our content warning, and I will tweet out that it's over. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna play a song. Do you want to play? We should uh we got we don't have a lot of time left, so we should play the songs for our parents. What is on your father's list? I am unsure. What All are right. we thinking, Dad? Oh wait, he's texted it to me already. He wants to hear dog ears. Dog ears. Dog years. Dog what? Dog, and then years, like the unit of time. Got it. Yeah. So we're going to play right. some songs for our parents. Sure, play that. Um, we're going to play uh, Dog Ears for my father that I love very much. Are we going to play Springsteen for your parents? Uh, if my parents want to message me a Springsteen song, I'll play it for them. All right. So we're going to do that. I'm not banking on them actually participating, though. Okay. Solid. I have some other music lined up, though. All right. So we'll nice. play so this. We're going to play a little bit, and then I guess we'll uh, come back in a little while and uh, sign off. Yeah. All right. Bye. So I had more planned, but we're out of time. We're just about so. out of time. Um, so we would like to uh, we'd like to thank everyone for listening to uh, the weirdness that was this broadcast today. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> we're both having a rough one. It's fine. We're all thriving. We're ha- we're you know I don't know if thriving is the correct word, but we're definitely surviving. Barely. Barely surviving. As I said at the beginning, still alive but barely breathing. Um. So you know. We are going to leave you with one positive thing, I swear. We're going to we're going to leave you guys on a really high note. Uh and uh we're going to leave the next show on a high note as well. We're going to start them off. We're going to start them on a high note. Stop. Hudson. Stop. Hudson's eating things. So yeah, um we will uh definitely try our best to be back with the giggles next week. Good high five. Yeah, at least we got one thing right. We got a high five and uh we got a good song to uh walk out to. Do you have anything do you have any final thoughts? I'm so out. sorry. All right, you know <laughs> for that's solid. Existence. Uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, you'll come back next week. I promise, we're not always like this. If this is the first time you listened, we're um, actually normally a million times better than this. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's just you know what today's just not our best work. So True. sometimes it'd be like that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Be All safe. Right. Yeah, be safe. <laughs>